Thank you for joining me for today's Beast Watch News Update. News from the Internet's most comprehensive Bible prophecy news website, BeastWatchNews.com. I'm Kimberly Rogers Brown. This week's report has the big reveal about the globalist agenda for using COVID to bring all humans under their one world authority. The U.S. election mess was used to mask this agenda because while all eyes were on that, some other things happened that you need to know about. Let's start with the wicked Pastor Raphael Warnock's win in Georgia by first understanding how this fits a biblical prophetic pattern for both houses of Israel, Israel and Judah. The election of far-right communist Raphael Warnock of Georgia in the runoff tells the tale of the direction America has now entered. Warnock's election, coupled with the overrunning of the U.S. Capitol building this week, looks like the ancient biblical accounts of the strife within the ranks of the House of Israel during the time of King Zimri. Ella was ruling as king over the House of Israel in 1 Kings 16.8. His captain of chariots conspired against and assassinated him and slaughtered the entire line of Ella's father, Basha, as well. Zimri's victory was short-lived at only seven days, 1 Kings 16.15. The people were enraged and set over themselves a new king, Omri. Zimri committed suicide in the king's house that he had moved into in Tirza after killing Ella by setting it on fire and burning it to the ground with himself in it. That Zimri had seven days to reign as king is significant. Yahweh is telling us something about his kingdom. I believe this biblical pattern happening to the American house of Israel now is telling us that the seven year tribulation is close and is probably giving us a foretaste of what it's going to be like. Second Kings 9 and 10 Another later king, Yehu, wreaked havoc by overturning the kings of both houses. In that account, Yahweh tells us that there were 70 sons of King Ahab, the husband of Jezebel, and there were 42 sons of King Ahaziah. This pattern says that there will be violence leading to overthrows of kings, or shall we say presidents today. The pattern refers to 70 and 42. We know these to be associated with years and months, 70 years, Daniel 9, and 42 months, Daniel and Revelation. What we are seeing in this election is the lead up to the coming tribulation of seven years. And it starts in Yahweh's house. 1 Peter 4.17-19 For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not? the gospel of God and if the righteous scarcely be saved where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear wherefore let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well doing as unto a faithful creator it is important also to notice that Yehu's overthrow of both governments happened in the Jezreel Valley Jehu or Yehu is a type and shadow of Yeshua destroying both houses all the way up to the point of 2 Kings 10.18 when we then read that he did not continue in Yahweh's law nor stopped the worship of Jeroboam's golden calves from 2 Kings 9 verse 1 to 10.17 though Yehu did what was right in Yahweh's eyes by the destruction of the two kings of Israel and Judah and those who worshipped Baal and these are a foreshadow of Yeshua destroying both 
wicked houses. America is now in the full throes of Baal worship and will be overthrown. And this is coming also in the context of what the American House of Israel thinks the state of Israel's House of Judah should be. The fight between President Donald Trump and presidential candidate Joe Biden is over one, which communist ideology America will walk in, and two, how to make the state of Israel comply with whatever ideology prevails. Raphael Warnick comes in because he embodies this fight. Yahweh sent the devil to Georgia to get Warnock for the continued destruction of the American component of the House of Israel. Following this will be the destruction of the rest of the West's House of Israel, wherever they be scattered, from Australia and New Zealand to Europe and elsewhere. But these are not the focus of this week's Beast Watch News report. Israel was not a major issue in this year's election. Did you notice that? In fact, during the American election, all eyes were off of Israel to see the outcome in America. But that does not mean that Israel isn't the most important issue of the election, according to Yahweh. Everything on earth revolves perpetually around Jerusalem. 1 Kings 9.3 says, Yahweh said to him, that's Solomon, I have heard your prayer and your supplication that you have made before me. I have made this house holy, which you have built, to put my name there forever, and my eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. Yahweh's eyes being perpetually on Jerusalem does not end there. Second Chronicles 16.6 Then Asa the king took all Judah and they carried away the stones of Ramah and the timber thereof wherewith Basha was building and he built therewith Geba and Mizpah. And at that time Hanani the seer came to Asa king of Judah and said to him because you have relied on the king of Syria and not relied on the Lord thy God Yahweh Elohim therefore is the host of the king of Syria escaped out of your hand were not the Ethiopians and the Lubims a huge host with very many chariots and horsemen yet because you did rely on Yahweh he delivered them into your hand for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Herein you have done foolishly. Therefore from henceforth you shall have wars. Yahweh is looking with his eyes for his remnant worldwide. He thinks Jerusalem should be every remnant person's concern. As he makes every remnant person his concern. Judah will have wars perpetually. Both houses are doomed to destruction. They both refuse to acknowledge that Yahweh Yeshua restored 12 tribes on the cross. Judah has their piece of Yahweh's kingdom and Christianity has their peace and they continue to have internal wars and wars with each other because neither one of them want the whole package. In fact, the coming Gog Magog war will be their final civil war battle after which they will both acknowledge the whole package. Now here is what Wall Street Journal has to say about Warnocks and the Democrats' current stance on Israel. The Middle East poses a problem for the Democrats. They were traditionally the pro-Israel party, and they still command the support of a substantial majority of Jewish voters. But left liberal orthodoxy both in Israel and America demands that all right thinking people take the side of the Palestinians against the Israeli government this holds Jerusalem to a double standard 
If any other nation takes an aggressive stance against terrorist insurrectionists or other internal threats, the results may be tragic, but are kept in perspective. If Israel does so, it has committed a moral outrage and broken international law. If you aspire to higher office as a Democrat, you're expected to sympathize with that view of things, but not to adopt it too stridently. You can condemn Israel for measures it has adopted to counter the indiscriminate killing of its civilians by terrorists, but you have to couch it all in pro-Israel rhetoric always emphasizing Israel's right to defend itself as if any country could reasonably be said to lack that right. Most Democratic candidates have negotiated the problem reasonably well, although extreme anti-Israel outliers from safe districts such as Representatives Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib can occasion some awkwardness for their congressional colleagues. The problem for Raphael Warnock, the Democratic Senate candidate in Georgia's special election runoff on January 5th, is that he didn't start trying to negotiate it until very recently. He is a pastor whose weekly sermons at the Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta are recorded and available online, and he is the sort of left-wing clergyman who likes to make political pronouncements rather, and to sign high-minded political statements. He signed one such statement, composed in 2019 under the auspices of the National Council of Churches after visiting Israel and the Palestinian territories with a group of black American and South African clergymen. The statement compared Israel's border wall to the Berlin Wall and drew indirect but invidious analogies to apartheid, slavery, and Nazism. The statement also included melodramatic language about the plight of Palestinians. He said, We are cut up by the misery in which poor families in Palestine have to survive, and showed no awareness that these conditions are a consequence of Palestinians' refusal to reject and indeed insistence on using murder as a political tool. The question wasn't whether Mr. Warnock believed Israel is an apartheid state, but whether he believed, in common with the international left for generations, that Israel systematically brutalizes innocent Palestinians. I'm going to focus on that word, systematically. I have repeatedly said that what happens in Israel happens in America, and what happens in America happens in Israel. America is now in the throes of systemic racism, according to the communist Democrats who want to foist their brand of social justice on everyone. This same charge is made about Israel. Understand that I am not taking a stance whether the left Democrats and the Biden bunch are correct or if the right Republicans under Trump are. In Yahweh's kingdom view, both are wrong because both practice injustice and both are idolatrous and he does not leave the Palestinians out of his judgment either. Yahweh's agenda now is to destroy both factions for rejecting his son and his son's kingship over Israel starting in 1 Samuel 8.5. Every party involved in this Israeli-Palestinian conflict is wrong including the Palestinians. Back to the article. Warnock does believe that Israel systematically brutalizes innocent Palestinians. In a 2018 sermon, for example, after a different trip to Israel, Mr. Warnock remarked, I saw non-violent Palestinian protesters shot down and killed this week as birds of prey by the state of Israel while we, the U.S., were giving lip service to peace, peace when there is no peace. 
He went on, What we saw in Israel this week was wrong. When I see nonviolent Palestinian young folk fighting for their basic dignity and humanity, and they're told to be silent and just die quietly, for me to stand up for them makes me no more anti-Semitic than it makes me anti-white to say black lives matter. Warnock has also stated that Jesus is a Palestinian prophet and poor Palestinian peasant. Warnock does not know Jesus or Yeshua, but he does one thing in favor of the lies of the Palestinians. He agrees with them that Jesus is Palestinian against everything scripture says that Jesus is Yeshua and Yeshua is one from the tribe of Judah though he was not a cultural or religious Jew because he came teaching against religion in favor of biblical Israel being a kingdom and two and that Jesus wants to establish Israel on only the northern tribes you see the Palestinians of today descendants of ancient Israelites from all 12 tribes want to wreck Yahweh's demand and Yahweh has the right to demand that biblical Israel be based on 12 tribes the Jews and Palestinians are fighting for the same thing in this 2900 year old civil war they both want all Israel to belong only to them Mr. Warnock seems to believe that saying Israel has a right to exist somehow counterbalances his defamations. A group called the Jewish Democratic Council of America managed to get 200 rabbis, cantors, and other Jewish faith leaders to sign a letter supporting Mr. Warnock's candidacy. There are no doubt a significant number of Jewish faith leaders who would prefer to see a democratic senate and would consider the elevation of Mr. Warnock a price worth paying. But I suspect Georgia voters know a leftist when they see one, says the author of this Wall Street Journal article. This democratic senate may sing signal such a change in Israel's upcoming election where Prime Minister Netanyahu will also be overthrown and Benny Gantz or someone else take control. Gantz is subject to double-mindedness on the Palestinian issue. He told a Saudi-owned newspaper that Palestinians should have an independent entity with territorial continuity and that there is room in Jerusalem for a Palestinian capital but reiterated that Israel won't go back to the 1967 borders and Jerusalem must stay united he said that on December 17th 2020 one way or another we know Israel will be divided or the prophet Joel is a liar Joel 3.2 I will also gather all nations and will bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat and will plead with them there for my people and for my heritage Israel whom they have scattered among the nations and parted my land. Notice that Joel says Yahweh's land will be divided not Jerusalem. Warnock and Gantz two enemies of Yahweh are on the same path to dividing Israel we will have to wait and see how Israel's election ends on Tuesday March 23rd 2021 injustice rules in Israel and in America the religious right in Israel are trying to create a Jewish state based on Kabbalistic religion without Yeshua while the left in Israel want nothing to do with religion or Yahweh. In America the religious right wants Israel to become a religious Kabbalistic state without understanding that the Jewish Messiah is not Jesus or Yeshua. America's left wants America and Israel to be non-religious and deny Yahweh by worshiping any other God under the sun except him. This is the ultimate injustice. 
the injustice against Yeshua Yahweh Elohim. The basic denial of Yahweh's authority over America has led to injustice of all kinds between the left and right, starting with the left's Antifa and Black Lives Matter and other such movements designed to destroy the right and remove Donald Trump as president by fraud and or by force. Trump, for his part, eats it up when rightists attack the Capitol building. He sympathized with rioters who stormed the Capitol on Wednesday, telling them, we love you, but also saying, go home in peace. Hours after, dozens of his supporters fought past police to enter the building. Officials in both parties laid blame on Mr. Trump for the chaos, and his supporters remained at the Capitol well after his message, though they began to disperse as Washington imposed a 6 p.m. curfew. The right at the Capitol has shaken many in Mr. Trump's inner circle. Matthew Pottinger, the Deputy National Security Advisor with a special focus on relations with China, resigned Wednesday in the aftermath of the chaos. Earlier in the day, people familiar with the matter said his boss, National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien, was considering resigning but hadn't made up his mind to do so. Stephanie Grisham, Chief of Staff and Press Secretary to First Lady Melania Trump, resigned on Wednesday, as did White House Deputy Press Secretary Sarah Matthews. The day's events left Mr. Trump isolated from lawmakers in both parties, with some Democrats calling for his immediate removal and drew a sharp contrast to Vice President Mike Pence, who earlier had endured escalating pressure from Mr. Trump to use his position as President of the Senate to overturn the election result. Injustice and idolatry worshiping every god in the world except Yahweh in the nation's capital. Congressman Emanuel Cleaver, the Democrat from Missouri, ended the opening prayer for the 117th Congress with, May the Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon us and give us peace, peace in our families, peace across this land, and dare I ask, O Lord... Peace even in this chamber now and evermore. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God Brahma and gods known by many names by many different faiths, a man and a woman. Well, everyone got all up in arms about the amen and a woman, but almost no one said anything about this Methodist minister praying to Brahma and all other gods over the nation founded by Yahweh to be his special vineyard. Now, no doubt, praying amen and a woman makes him a moron, as a friend said this past week, but that isn't the worst of it. America is now in the full hands of all the demon gods, which is why I said Yahweh sent the devil to Georgia to bring the wickedness and confusion home to roost in Washington. Congress passed a gender neutrality bill that's at the heart of the Amen and a woman at the opening session. No more male-female attributes at all can be mentioned in Congress now. That's where the amen and a woman ending to the wicked pastor and congressman Emmanuel Cleaver's prayer came from. But what is behind this change? It is designed to cause more confusion and give more reasons to kill those who reject the change. Oh, these deaths won't start right away. First, you will be denounced as a racist and subjected to laws that disallow you defending yourself and your family when the mobs come after you. 
this agenda to reduce the intransigent and rebellious population who fights against the Great Reset in America and gender neutrality has many components including disagreeing with the Green New Deal and Biden re-entering the Iran deal and you will be punished for being homeless because you have no work and you've lost your home this thing is insidious it does away with the creation account wherein Elohim created males and females of everything so under this bill by default if you speak of father mother brother sister son daughter he she you will be easily identifiable as a believer in Yahweh and that will be enough to drag you into a re-education or death camp in fact Daniel 11:44 says that is what the second antichrist the Islamic Shiite Mahdi who rides in the second half of the tribulation will do Daniel 11:44 but tidings out of the east and out of the north shall trouble him therefore he shall go forth with great fury to destroy and utterly to make away many the Hebrew word for utterly make, to make away is Haram Strong's H2763 it means to seclude specifically by a ban to devote to religious uses especially destruction it also means to be blunt as to the nose and to make accursed and to slay now about that blunt nose in ancient times captives had the tips of their noses and the lobes of the ears sliced off to mark them as slaves but don't worry Yeshua said you will have only 10 days in these camps Revelation 2.10 fear none of those things which you shall suffer behold the devil shall cast some of you into prison that you may be tried and you shall have tribulation 10 days be you faithful to death and I will give you a crown of life some will not suffer this 10 day fate some will die outright before having the chance to go into the death prisons revelation 13:10 if anyone is to go into captivity he will go into captivity if anyone is to be killed with the sword he must be killed here is the endurance and the faith of the saints but before the world's believing population who insists that God created man woman father mother brother sister son daughter goes into that kind of death the global resetters are busy trying to make sure that as many as possible will die by COVID and now a New York lawmaker is suggesting putting COVID carriers in camps New York State Assembly N. Nick Perry introduced a bill that would allow the government to detain people deemed to be a potential public health risk amid concerns that the COVID-19 crisis is being allegedly used to usher in authoritarianism the bill a416 calls for the removal and or detention of individuals who are identified as a case contact or carrier of a contagious disease not just covid so one way or another you're going to camp now let's talk about covid the latest new mutated strain of COVID is supposedly 70% more virulent than the COVID we've already been dealing with. Notice that number 70. The globalists always hint about their agenda by usurping and using Yahweh's prophetic concepts, and they are trying to make themselves gods. 
Dr. Mercola reports that mounting mortality data show COVID-19 is hardly the deadly pandemic it's been made out to be. But just as people were starting to wake up to this fact, the British technocracy came up with a new narrative to keep the fear-mongering going. Mere days before Christmas, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced there's a new mutated and far more infectious strain of SARS-CoV-2 on the loose. The answer? Another round of even stricter stay-at-home orders, business shutdowns and travel bans just in time for the holidays. According to the New York Times, the UK restrictions may remain in effect for months. Considering these unscientific strategies didn't work the first or second time around, it strains believability to think they'll work now. Indeed, anyone who knows anything about the Great Reset Agenda can now see that the lockdowns, which destroy local economies and small businesses, have nothing to do with public health. They are mere smoke screens for the greatest transfer, if not theft, of wealth the world has ever seen. They're going to take away more than your wealth. The biggest losers are low- and middle-income earners, especially private business owners who have been absolutely decimated while large box stores and multinational companies report record-breaking profits. I used to wonder... How in the world the merchants of the earth could become so powerful in the end of days as the book of Revelation says they will be? Well, now we know. In cahoots with the governments of the world, they have coerced their way into getting rid of all small business entities in an effort to depopulate the planet. Despite the obviousness of the scheme, countries are responding to the news of the mutation with fervor. The Netherlands, Italy, Belgium, France, Germany, Poland, Austria, Denmark, Bulgaria, and Ireland all issued travel restrictions from the UK. The mutated strain, referred to in some places as B117 and in others as VUI 2020-12-01, reportedly began popping up in patient samples collected in September 2020 across southern England. In all, the virus is said to have 23 new mutations, several of which affect how the virus attaches to and infects human cells, potentially making it more virulent. British researchers claim the mutation has rapidly displaced previous variants of the virus. In mid-November 2020, 28% of COVID-19 cases in London were attributed to B117. By December 9, 2020, that figure had risen to 62%, according to the Daily Mail. Well, how do they know this? since the PCR tests do not detect the new COVID strains, according to one new source in Jordan. According to absolutely untrustworthy and disgraced epidemiologist Neil Ferguson, whose models have been grossly incorrect thus far, B117 may be 50 to 70% more contagious than previous variants circulating in the UK. B117 also appears to infect children and teens to a greater extent than previous variants. According to Wendy Barclay, a government advisor and virologist at Imperial College London, children may be equally susceptible as adults to this new strain. However, while it is said to transmit more easily, B117 does not appear to cause more severe disease. A mutated variant of SARS-CoV-2 that has one of the mutations found in B117 has also been identified in South Africa. This virus is now found in 90% of samples analyzed. While mainstream media are hyping these new variants for all they're worth, the New York Times reports that researchers have recorded thousands of tiny modifications in the genetic material of the coronavirus as it has hopscotched around the world. In other words, mutations are nothing new. In fact, the virus has reportedly picked up 
one or two mutations per month since the start of the pandemic. What's surprising about B117 is the unusually high number of mutations that seemingly emerged all at once. One possibility, says Dr. Mercola, that might explain this is that it evolved inside someone who was immunocompromised and therefore ended up battling the infection for an extended period of time. Or another more lethal strain was released onto the world stage because the first uncontrolled and clandestine clinical trial that was forced on the whole world didn't kill enough people. The globalists need deaths. They need a certain number of deaths by 2025 for their economic model to work. There is no way that, according to them, every living human being can have what is promised under the new economic model. In their world, everyone will have a job and increased wages and all the things that make people happy and yet the planet itself will prosper in the way the green new dealers think it should without you but with them authorities in Israel as well as the West Bank and Gaza are grappling with the current increase in coronavirus cases which has prompted directives to curb its spread but also an effort to mitigate the economic consequences of the crisis Israel has now entered a third nationwide lockdown and has severely limited the entry of foreigners into the country as cases continue to spike Israel has also announced that anybody arriving from abroad will be required to immediately get a coronavirus test and quarantine at home for two weeks. In the future, you won't be required to be tested, but vaccinated should you want to enter Israel. Also, with nearly 800,000 Israelis already vaccinated, Israel is fast becoming the world leader in COVID-19 vaccinations. Prime Minister Netanyahu's procurement of millions of doses of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine and Israel's organized rollout has now set the stage for Israel being able to leave the coronavirus behind by spring, just in time for Israel's fourth election in two years. The Israeli government successfully pushed the Jews to lead the way into taking the mark of the beast. And here is more on what Israel is leading the world into. Moderna became brave and published the truth about the COVID vaccination. You know, people have put together the truth from various sources that the vaccination will turn humans into controlled robots. Well, we don't have to pull information from various sources like that to tell you the truth anymore because Moderna has now admitted that is what the vaccinations do. Here's a heading. Enabling Drug Discovery and Development Moderna says, We built Moderna on the guiding premise that if using mRNA as a medicine works for one disease, it should work for many diseases. And if this is possible, given the right approach and infrastructure, it could meaningfully improve how medicines are discovered, developed, and manufactured. Heading, our operating system. (gasps) There it is. That's your clue. Operating system, as in what computers do. Moderna continues, recognizing the broad potential of mRNA science. We get We set out to create an mRNA technology platform that functions very much like an operating system on a computer. It is designed so that it can plug and play interchangeably with different programs. This is, they're talking about the mRNA vaccine, the mRNA vaccine. In our case, they say, the quote-unquote program or quote-unquote app 
is our mRNA drug the unique mRNA sequence that codes for a protein? We have a dedicated team of several hundred scientists and engineers solely focused on advancing Moderna's platform technology. They are organized around key disciplines and work in an integrated fashion to advance knowledge surrounding the mRNA science and solve for challenges that are unique to mRNA drug development. Some of these disciplines include mRNA biology, chemistry, formula and delivery, bioinformatics, and protein engineering. And here in this uh, image is their very direct breakdown of what humans are to the big pharma industry, which is controlled by the globalist great resetters. Right here in this picture, DNA to mRNA to protein, your DNA is a storage center for all the information that makes you both human and a unique human. That's according to the way Yahweh made you. Moderna here says that the mRNA vaccination is software. It gives instructions for cells to make a protein. And what is this software's application? The proteins that Elohim gave to human DNA that causes human bodies to perform functions. Here's another heading in this article. Our mRNA medicines, the software of life. The software of life. When we have a concept for a new mRNA medicine and begin research, fundamental components are already in place. Generally, the only thing that changes from one potential mRNA medicine to another is the coding region. The actual genetic code that instructs ribosomes to make protein. Utilizing these instruction sets gives our investigational mRNA medicines a software-like quality. We also have the ability to combine different mRNA sequences encoding for different proteins in a single mRNA investigational medicine. We are leveraging the flexibility afforded by our platform and the fundamental role mRNA plays in protein synthesis to pursue mRNA medicines for a broad spectrum of diseases. Within a given modality, the base components are generally identical across the development candidates. Formulation, five-point region, three-point region. Only the coding region varies. Based on the protein or proteins, the potential medicine is directing cells to produce. Heading, overcoming key challenges. Using mRNA to create medicines is a complex undertaking and requires overcoming novel scientific and technical challenges. We need to get the mRNA into the targeted tissue and cells while evading the immune system. They don't want your immune system to attack their new medicine. If the immune system is triggered, the resultant response may limit protein production and thus limit the therapeutic benefit of mRNA medicines. Well, what they really mean is your immune system will interfere with their agenda for what they want to program into you. We also need ribosomes to think the mRNA was produced naturally. So they have to lie to your DNA so they can accurately read the instructions to produce the right protein or the right robot. And we need to ensure the cells express enough of the protein to have the desired therapeutic effect. Like, you know, you'll be obedient, for instance. Now, I find this to be poetic justice from Yahweh. He is allowing this to happen because his people don't want to obey him on purpose. 
So he will make it so his people will obey Satan by accident and by design and he can destroy them. Moderna says our multidisciplinary platform teams work together closely to address these scientific and technical challenges. This intensive cross-functional collaboration has enabled us to advance key aspects of our platform and make significant strides to deliver mRNA medicines for patients. But I like the way Mike Adams of Natural News puts it. In essence, all who take the mRNA vaccine are being branded like cattle and coerced into replicating patented mRNA strands at the cellular level, thus engaging in intellectual property theft, Yahweh's intellectual property, by the way, allowing vaccine corporations to claim ownership of your entire body. The goal of installing this operating system in your body, of course, is so that globalist-linked corporations can exercise remote control over your physiology while claiming intellectual property ownership over your body's cells. The coronavirus bioweapon, forced lockdowns, and dangerous COVID-19 vaccines have all been rolled out for the same purpose to carry out mass global genocide against humanity as part of an emergency depopulation order. Election drama is merely part of the theatrical distraction from the much larger globalist agenda which targets all the masses. Regardless of politics, race, or gender, for terminal destruction. This is exactly what I said in my supplemental article to my July 24th, 2020 article titled A New Human Race for the New Normal. The problem with most pundits, even those who see the truth like Mike Adams, is that they do not understand the prophetic value and Yahweh's plan for the world's coming destruction. Let me return to my article so you can see how you will become a slave to Mystery Babylon through this new mRNA biological weapon. And hopefully you will see that the U.S. election mess really has masked the global reset agenda. And here's the excerpt from my article. I said, this will put humans in the same category as Monsanto seeds, GMOs, that will be owned by whatever pharmaceutical corporation put the genetic altering material inside you, having been done with your permission. Mike Adams said it was like branding cattle. Well, no, it's more like Monsanto seeds. This is why the book of Revelation specifically addresses one industry among all of the earth's merchant industries, sorcery. That word comes from the Greek word pharmakia. Yahweh regards everything the pharmaceutical companies do as witchcraft and sorcery. G5331 says it is medication pharmacy, that is, by extension, magic, sorcery, witchcraft. One reason for making humans into GMOs is because GMOs cannot reproduce. Remember, they want to reduce the population. Thus, the human population will be reduced to almost nothing within a generation. As old people die, there will be no new ones to replace them except those that are created in laboratories, in fertility clinics through artificial insemination of GMO sperm with human eggs and growing GMO humans in petri dishes. Who could have known and understood that the mark of the beast was this kind of corporate ownership? Who could have known how it would come about and its ramifications until now, the end of days, as we draw ever closer to the rise of the beast, the Antichrist ruling from Jerusalem and his city, Mystery Babylon. The ownership issue is critical. The vaccine cannot be made mandatory according to the Bible. 
but your life can be threatened with not being able to buy food or get health care if you don't voluntarily take it. Also, you won't be able to travel now, we understand. The United Nations cannot make the vaccine mandatory. Too many people will protest over that. But they can make your life miserable until you do take it. This is why the book of Revelation specifically addresses one industry among all of the earth's merchant industries, sorcery. The corporations, says Revelation, will be business, will be in business rather, with Jerusalem. Mystery Babylon, Revelation 18.3 For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, worshipping all the other gods at the podium of the U.S. Congress and through the Jewish Kabbalistic Judaism. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. What they own what the corporations own will be sold to Mystery Babylon. One commodity they will trade to Mystery Babylon will be humans who have taken the mark of the beast. Revelation 18.11 The merchants of the earth weep and mourn over her for no one buys their merchandise anymore after she's destroyed. Merchandise of gold, silver, precious stones, pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, scarlet, all expensive wood, every vessel of ivory, every vessel made of most precious wood, and of brass and iron and marble, and cinnamon, incense, perfume, frankincense, wine, olive oil, fine flour, wheat, sheep, horses, chariots, and people's bodies and souls. Now, I used to say these are trafficked humans imported to Mystery Babylon as sex slaves and household slaves, and this is still true, but now I see more. The corporations who GMO'd you will sell you to the Antichrist for profit. That mRNA vaccine will GMO you. And that vaccination company will own you. Yeshua told us to be prepared in the end of days. Everything he said will come to pass. We have often thought we could imagine what was coming and the manner in which it would come. All of us are learning now that we neither know or can imagine what is coming, and we do not understand the magnitude of the chaos the world is moving into now. Luke twenty-one thirty-four to 36 So be careful, or your hearts will be loaded down with carousing drunkenness and cares of this life. And that day will come on you suddenly. For it will come like a snare on all those who dwell on the surface of all the earth. Therefore be watchful at the time, praying that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will happen and to stand before the Son of Man. May you be found worthy. That's it for this Beast Watch News update. This is Kimberly Rogers Brown signing off. Click over to BeastWatchNews.com for full comprehensive coverage of all the headlines fulfilling end of days Bible prophecy.